Hey guys, welcome back to Teen Talks, another episode, episode nine, where we're going to be talking about, are we ready? Colonization, which isn't a very happy topic to be talking about, but it is a topic. So before we get started, Teen Talks is a teen-centered show where we ask teens to come all the way across the country, the world, to come indulge in different conversations regarding different topics. Yeah, I'm super excited. So let's introduce ourselves. Let's get started. So to get started, I will go first. Hi, my name is Sompi. I will be your host for today's session. I use she, her, hers pronouns, and I am super stoked. I have so many questions to ask you guys, and I cannot wait to see what your guys' opinions are, and I'm just very excited. So why don't y'all want to hop in here and introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Adrian, and I use she, her pronouns, and my name's right here. Hi, my name is Rena, and I use she, her pronouns as well. Awesome. I'm so excited to get this conversation going. And I think colonization is an extremely, extremely, like, detailed topic that could go on forever. And so we most definitely will be having you guys back for part two, I assure you. Um, but yeah, let's get started. So colonization, I think, I feel like colonization has a lot of different definitions and examples. Um, there's so many examples of colonization, which sucks in our history, but just for like our viewers and for you in general, what do you guys feel is a definition of colonization? It does not need to be a dictionary definition. It can be your own thing. And what is an example of colonization? Um, you know, it doesn't, the most typical examples I've heard is obviously the United States because the United States is a huge country and it was built on colonization. And so obviously what are your guys's definitions of colonization and examples that you guys have, whether it being from the United States, any other country, yeah, hop in. I mean, I would say like taking over someone's land or culture and claiming it as your own. Yeah, I agree with Rina. Um, it's just like, yeah, what, okay. Yeah, I guess my definition is very, very similar to Rina, is to go to another place, environment, area, and just like, I guess, establish saying it's like, or yours. Like the act of taking some someone else's, it's like, yeah, it's just taking someone else's thing and saying, like, proclaiming it's theirs now. So do you guys have any examples of colonization? I know there's lots, but what are some examples that you guys have learned about or made yourself more aware about? So definitely colonization happens everywhere. Um, so in our past, like you guys both brought up the examples of indigenous um, Native Americans who were here before Columbus. And what do you guys feel we in modern day right now can do to respect and represent and show the colonization that happened and really bring that more awareness to people? Like whether that being through schools, how, how do you think schools can implement this? Whether that being just through talking to people, what, um, how do you guys feel like we can bring this to be more aware and how do you guys feel that we can um you know make make people realize this and how how can we pay our tributes to what has happened in the past um i have um an idea okay a lot of people like spotlight columbus as like this hero you know but although 
in history, it's not really not it's that's not really true, because there he has done some actions and colonization being one of them. And I definitely think that's really disrespectful to not like to just you know thinking he's a hero even though he kind of caused like many indigenous people groups like some like no not even some major problems that like right now we're still like you know trying to resolve and I think that that comes to show who we actually have to or like idolize I guess is that I don't know if that's a good word but to think of this person as a hero without necessarily knowing all the parts to it because I definitely do think that people did see Columbus on only his side than if you were to see it as one of the indigenous like groups or people and how like what actually happened to them because of course in history like a lot of things get like misinterpreted and I think that one of them would be Columbus being the hero of like the story. And that's, that is, I, it's not okay because it also refer, like going back to what Rena said to how people referred to as, or referred indigenous people as Indians. I also think that's very disrespectful too because they are like, that's a different culture than being Indian or being indigenous. Yeah, and um, well, as well as what Adrian said, but also changing it from like Columbus Day to something else. I'm not sure if Indigenous Peoples Day is like actually the best change because that seems kind of like tokenism-y and not really actually changing anything, but also like taking down the call the monuments or like the statues because I know in San Francisco they've taken down the Columbus one and there's a few other ones that they took down that had a lot of colonization colonizers taking over people so yeah um and also just educating about like the people that were here and just learning about the land that we're on and how to respect the people that were here before and honor their their traditions I guess or like just honor them yeah I definitely agree with Rena because I our our history books are mainly like white European you know stories and we don't necessarily hear enough of indigenous people or or Asians or African-American history in that in like that textbook because if you think about it, America is based on, I, based on this, you know, European-like society, and, which is definitely not true, and it's very diverse, but when you make, like, a textbook, we should need to learn about, you know, the whole history, not just one side of, you know, of a story because that's not going to get you anywhere good you're only going to know one side and you're not going to be like fully educated on you know what what's actually true what isn't and I definitely do think that you know we do need to learn about that as we 
you know, become a different generation. We pass it on to uh, more generations to, you know, make, I keep on saying, you know, a lot, um, to make the United States just a more, like, education diverse place. I know Adrian brought up the topic of textbooks and European history. And, you know, in schools, I feel like a lot of us are just heavily influenced by what we learn, depending on which school we go to, the area we are surrounded by. Um, personally, for my school, it's it's different. I would feel it's different than maybe Rena's or Adrian's, you know. And I think it's just the environment you're in. So when it comes to school and education, what do you guys feel like could really have an impact, whether negatively or positively, on how someone views colonization, on how someone views the land taking. For example, Columbus. Like we learn a lot about Columbus throughout our years of history. And what do you feel is just, what do you feel depending on the area or your schooling, how do you feel that affects your learning, your history of colonization? Like um, Adrian, may I ask you, um, how did you become more aware about, you know, indigenous people and the taking of their lands? And same goes to you, Rena. Like, how did your schooling affect one idea and how did you learn about the other idea? For me, it, it really depends on, like, how the, like, I guess, like, the teacher makes it because there could be, like, a negative connotation. There can be a positive connotation. And I think one of them would be, like, my eighth grade teacher, she had a, like, a neutral connotation and let us have the the space to interpret the information which I'm very grateful that she let us do that because if I didn't really have space to you know interpret the information I would probably be like be stuck on one-sided history and I think some of the information we don't really necessarily learn so we would have to go out of our way and follow like that little curiosity in our gut and so I did a little bit of research myself about indigenous cultures and and like the people and I learned that there are just like so much that we didn't necessarily cover or at least my I didn't necessarily cover it with in my actual education and yeah so that's that's my say in it uh there are just like some things they do leave out and it's like kind some of it's like kind of violent like you know you have to be over the age of this thing to like learn about this but I definitely do think that it is in it needs to be incorporated because some of that we do need to learn instead of just you know relying on Columbus and, and like everything like that. I mean, I think like having indigenous people talk or like just having the teachers listen to indigenous people's voices and then teaching about that and their experiences and reading books written by indigenous authors and supporting those books and hearing those stories. Um, and just like talking about it, talking about it in schools for like little kids too, because I'm sure they'll still end up hearing a lot about like Columbus and other colonizers. Um, 
Yeah, and like supporting indig local indigenous businesses and yeah. Yeah, and to also like find works made from indigenous people then like saying another person creating this artwork to make it look like it's from indigenous culture, which I don't really think adds up correctly because I think you can get the true information when you when you get from the, the person of that race or of that ethnicity or culture or religion. I think that's where you can get like the raw, not like, yeah, you can get like the raw intake on it. Like, I mean, for example, if you want to buy a dream catcher, like buy it from like an indigenous art artist that makes them. And like, instead of supporting people that aren't indigenous that make them, which is kind of appropriating someone else's culture and making money off of it. So, yeah. So when I hear you guys talking about education and obviously supporting small businesses, especially regarding to what um, colonization and like, for example, indigenous, I also hear like you guys have interest in this. Um, so what, like, I know Adrian and Rena both brought up that you guys have done your own research to educate yourselves more. And with that being said, how do you, what if, what would you tell someone who isn't interested? Like, it's a general thing. Like, if you're not interested in history and your past, how would you explain to them why this is important? And how would you implement that more? I mean... No matter how little in how little interest you have in it, there were people on this land before us, and it's important to know that, like, if you're going to go to school and learn different histories, you may as well learn the history of where you live as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. If um, whether or not you do have, you know, you don't really know if you have an interest in it yet, and I think that's a part of history that we don't necessarily learn. If we do learn, you know, we won't necessarily have the curiosity spark of it all. And without that curiosity spark, that's not gonna take us to the place that we want to get the information from or the answers. So whether or not you do have, like you don't really want the knowledge, I think it's definitely a really good source that, and like skill, that you need to learn before you actually go and go into like the actual world because I you're gonna have to know some of that information yourself before you know learning everything in tabloids yeah like how do you feel each thing affects each other like if I grew up in an area that had strong views that Columbia was great or Columbus was great and that affected me into the world, how would that affect? Or if I grew up with a huge anti-Columbus, you know, how do these things go hand in hand? And Adrian, since you're back, I'm, did you hear the question? Um, I heard a little part of it because my internet was cutting out. That's totally um, fine. So yeah, I was asking Rena and you, um, how do these things go hand in hand? Like how, if I grew up in an area that was very anti-Columbus, how would that affect my portrayal of the media and how would that affect my idea of the world? And same goes vice versa. So I think if you do, like if you grow up in an area where it is anti-Columbus or pro-Columbus, things like that, I definitely, I think that it impacts you because you're, you're growing up in there. You're 
it's your like you know young years that's when your brain starts picking up information and it sticks when when you go out into like let's say if you're like anti-columbus you go into a pro-columbus thing you are walking into you know another area where they believe this side of the story while you believe this side of the story and you like you can always change your points of views but i think when you do get older i think the information does you know start to harden and it's really hard to like you know add more information unless you're like if you're willing to then you're willing to let in like different information in instead of just like keeping oh it has to be only this side because this is like the only thing I was told and yeah like I'm so sorry one of like one of the things would be like let's say your parents always taught you never to talk to strangers right you kind of have to like break that rule a little bit or else you're not going to make friends so like yeah there are like so many like it doesn't always have to be like a political thing it can be so many different things whether it being social whether it being you know like according to you things like that and I think those roles do play hand in hand and that we do need to have to be open to the to like the information as the world is changing we have to change with it yeah I totally agree what with with what Adrian said and also the um I just think that the media usually portrays like the winner or like the victor or the person that has more powers point of view so I think that if you grow up just like watching television or like network tv all the time and then like you see like tv shows where they have these like negative portrayals of people of color then you're just going to end up thinking that people of color are like that or that like different margin marginalized groups are like these these stereotypes and i think i guess colonization has like a big part in that but yeah I definitely agree with both your guys' thoughts and I loved it. And I think with that, that's a great end to our episode on colonization. But before we go, we have to plug ourselves in here because you guys definitely brought some amazing conversations. So add in your socials. Where can people find you? Okay, so this is my Instagram handle. You can find me anywhere, which would be kind of weird. But I mean, this is my Instagram. Instagram handle or just social media handle and it's actually it's Adrian I'm pretty sure I spelled that right I don't have my glasses on um I love creating music and just putting out positivity out in the world and you know getting myself to entertain people because that makes me happy if it makes them happy too you guys should definitely check out her music videos that she has on her Instagram And Rena, please tell us about yourself. Um, so I have my handle here at Post-it Portraits on Instagram. I draw people and draw portraits and stuff. Yeah, I drew that for you. So, yeah, I like drawing yeah, well, and painting. She draws amazing, and she draws amazing people. You should definitely check her out as well. 
with that being said, thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope to see you guys again soon and have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Hey guys. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at teentalks.teen. And hey, don't forget to check out all our other episodes streaming now on Spotify and YouTube.